This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. The thing is, we're recording this podcast on a Tuesday. It's by by week is over. The Cincinnati Bengals, they had a walkthrough on Monday. They'll get back to practice tomorrow when you're listening to this podcast. A lot of practice this afternoon. We'll hear from my coach, Zach Taylor, and quarterback, Joe Burrow. But it's kind of a unique situation because the 49ers, their opponent, played on Monday Night Football. And I don't want to give too much of a preview or, you know, looking ahead, what's going to happen in the game. I'll have that on Thursday's podcast. But I want to just kind of focus on things that you noticed in that 49ers game, because you go back to a week ago from Sunday, they played the Browns in a game where they were without a couple players in the second half and their field goal kicker or their kicker missed a field goal, um, lose that game. And then you, you think they're going to have a bounce back game against the Minnesota Vikings. And they dropped what I thought was a really good game and a well-coached game by the Vikings, to be completely honest with you. Uh, They were without Trent Williams, one of their, if not best players on the team outside of Christian McCaffrey and uh, Debo Samuel was out and he is expected to be out for the the Bengals game. What did you take away from that game? When you think about Brock Purdy, the quarterback play kind of the matchup going into Sunday. Uh. I think the first thing is they definitely missed Trent Williams. It felt like the Vikings were able to hold their own up front. And I don't know. It just feels so much easier when you can rely on a guy. He's going to get his movement. You could leave him on an island, help everybody else, et cetera. Like one of the best left tackles, probably the best left tackle in the league. Um, Because I was watching him against Dallas. I'm like, (laughs) goodness very one-sided matchup against Micah Parsons which is like that's super impressive I don't know if there's anybody else that really does that to him and then he held his own against Miles Garrett although Garrett did get him a couple times uh and then the run game he's just his own beast or nobody else does what he does uh when it comes to that so I think that'll be a big one do we have early injury report did he practice not practice so they're probably not going to be on the practice field today as we're recording. This oh, right, because they're a Monday night game. Yep, 
Monday night game. And then players normally have the Tuesday off unless you're playing on Thursday night mm. football. So uh, no practice today for the 49ers. We'll really kind of get a feel. And they might go light just because of a short week uh, when it comes to their Wednesday practice and kind of what an, uh, a walkthrough to be determined. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were just taking it easy with them too, if he's limited at practice and then he goes on game day or he's doesn't practice and he goes on game day. Um, it's obviously a short turnaround for them, but he didn't play at all Monday night football. So maybe that's the difference maker when you have him here or they, they wait until the bye because this is their yeah. last game until the bye. Yeah. Um, Debo also, I mean, I, I didn't, I think they do miss him just in terms of getting easy, cheap yardage, like toss it to him, let him get yak and, or hand it off to him, do some funky stuff in the backfield. Uh, but felt like they definitely missed Trent. And then, Back-to-back weeks, they've played against a defense that wants to play fast, and they want to play aggressive, and they want to move and slant and blitz and everything else. And they didn't handle it all that well, especially in the run game. It felt like the run game both weeks, uh, the Browns and the Vikings were able to hold their own. And I think a lot of that comes from both those teams are about let's get penetration, let's disrupt plays that way and let's not worry about as much about you know being gap sound and uh playing too high etc my problem with that is the Bengals are definitely on the latter end where they like to play things a little bit slower and you know lock guys out and then shed and make the tackle instead of get penetration and then try to make the play or any penetration is good penetration they're not really firm believers in that you can see why I mean that was a Larry Ogunjobi role, and then they let him go for B.J. Hill, who's on the opposite end. They've always been kind of a let's slow play this and we'll make stops in the run game and be sound. So that'll be interesting to see if they can still do what the Browns and the Vikings did when it came to the run game because the way that you can kind of limit a Brock Purdy-Kyle Shanahan offense is to get them off schedule. I think that's the biggest thing is you want to get them off schedule. And that's what the Vikings did. That's what the Browns did. They made them get into second and long, get into third and long. And they don't really want to be in those situations, which we've actually talked about before of like, if every team could, they would absolutely do their best to have a Kyle Shanahan script and neutral game script and especially positive game script. But Kyle Shanahan, the drawback to everything he does is that his dropback passing game and his quarterback aren't exactly able to get them out of those situations a lot of times. Unlike the Chiefs, who they can get in the third and long and it doesn't matter. When the 49ers get in the third and long, maybe there's like a fun, drawn up play, but overall it feels like it really limits their offense. Uh, And that's quarterback play call scheme all related and that's one thing that the Bengals before this year is like they kind of could be like the Chiefs a little bit of like ah third and long like yeah we can get out of this like that's that's not the end of the world mm-hmm. um and that's one reason why you do want the scheme the Bengals have versus trying to just limit the quarterback's importance and put it all into the scheme instead um but all that said uh that's easier said than done. You know, like there's a, they're one of the best screen teams. They have a good run game and they have really impressive running backs. They have really impressive tight end, George Kittle. They have great blocking from their wide receivers. 
And then if you have Trent Williams in there, you have a dominant chess piece that can move around and use in different ways in the run game as well. So it'll be interesting because I think that's kind of like the key to the game partway is just can the Bengals defense keep the 49ers offense off schedule? Like, can you get them into second and third and long and make them try to drop back, no play action to mess with anybody and drop back pass the ball that'll be interesting to see if they can do that because that's to me i think the biggest thing what the vikings and browns did another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yeah, and you, and you want to see, and it's hard to compare the Vikings offensive line to the Cincinnati Bengals, but, you know, going against that D-line and then obviously Fred Warner, who's probably the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, he's mm. a tough guy. Their corners, their secondary. I feel like that's a matchup where Jamar Chase is going to be very familiar with their secondary, um, obviously former Kansas City Chief, uh, who everybody remembers that famous game at, at Paycor Stadium when he went off. And I know he did kind of get his number a little bit in the AFC Championship game, but overall, you know, that matchup in the secondary, you if you're Zach Taylor, you're watching it, you're thinking, hmm, we can't throw the ball. We, we might want to throw the ball against this team. And, and getting an early lead is what Brock Purdy over the last few games, he seems to struggle with in the fourth quarter. Um, if, you, if you're leading in this game, I mean, he and of course, when he's missing one of his best players on the offensive line, that's going to show. And it did show last night. I think that's going to be the biggest thing here. You can't start out slow. Cincinnati Bengals have to be aggressive on offense and and all their team and all their playmakers have to step up, including Joe Burrow. You want to see more out of him. Um, just seeing a little bit of the walkthrough on Monday. He looked mobile moving around like we've seen over the last few weeks. We'll really get to see when they return to practice on Wednesday and Thursday afternoon. But. Joe has to step up and everyone else on the team. And there are a few players that, you know, you, you want to see more out of not named Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, he didn't even mention it too much, but I feel like the biggest thing, yes, you could throw it up and I think you could trust Jamar Chase against Traverius Ward and hopefully T Higgins is healthy that you can trust him mm-hmm. in situations that might be more 50, 50 balls than they are separation and 100% completions. Uh, to me, the biggest thing is protection and the Vikings were able to hold up at least a bit, the Browns didn't matter. Their offense wasn't really good against the 49ers. So they did an okay job. But when you look at the Vikings game, it's like, yeah, they were able to pass the ball a lot, and they held up. They held up quite a bit um, in the pa- in pass blocking. And that's the biggest thing with Nick Bosa and Javon Hargrave and all these other guys on this 49ers front, Arik Armstead. Can you hold up in the pass protection department to give your quarterback a chance to work the ball down the field because the secondary is a tiny bit suspect. If you're going to point to something on that defense as like, that's what I would attack. 